Welcome to Firestarters with your host, Christian Bunch, a podcast designed to ignite a fiery passion in you for the Lord as you grow in your relationship with Christ and boldly pursue who God has designed you to be. Join us for revelation, conversations, interviews, and book reviews. It's time to get inspired. Firestarters, equipping champions for Christ one spark at a time. Well, hello. Welcome to today's Firestarter. This is Christian Bunch, your host, and we are going to be discussing an unpopular opinion today. So several years ago, I was seeking the Lord about where I was at in my life. And I remember in that moment, I was asking him about what his perspective was on my history with him, him being the Lord. And as I looked through these seasons that I had been through with the Lord, I saw time after time where I had to make a choice, my opinion or the Lord's opinion. And each time his opinion was the one that was the least comfortable to choose, but it was the right option. And so that really is what I want to discuss today. The unpopular opinion is that when we surrender our lives to God truly, we don't get an opinion at all. Really, our will plays second to the will of the Lord. And we pursue the will of God over anything that we might desire in life. What that is, is a life that is completely surrendered to Him. It allows us to be moldable in His hands, pliable in His hands, to become who He actually created and designed us to be. This is such a beautiful experience because we realize that as we surrender our everyday decisions, our everyday lives to the Lord and give it into Him to make the decision about our day, where we need to be, where we need to work, who we need to marry, all of these things, the cares of the world just fade away because we recognize that it isn't on us to figure it out. It's just on us to hear and obey. That's true surrender. Surrender is recognizing that it is the Lord's will that needs to be done in our life. And when that really hit home in my heart and I chose to truly surrender to him, it came years after I had received salvation. I received salvation and enjoyed relationship with the Lord, but it wasn't until I stepped into greater maturity in my relationship with him, that I recognized that surrender was lacking in my relationship. I was walking through relationship with God, still clinging to what my own desires for the future was, what my own perspective and dreams and uh, definition of success everything that I felt I needed to do with my schedule and, and my day it was what dictated what I did every moment. But then when I surrendered, when I truly surrendered and let go and said, God, you are the Lord of my life. That is when the cares of the world lifted because it 
it shifted in my life. I went from having to figure it all out to hearing what God wanted. And it did take some adjustment. When we go from living in pursuit of our own will and then decide that we are now going to surrender to the Lord and allow him to actually wear the title of Lord, not in word only, but actually in truth. Because some of us, if we're honest with ourselves, we've only given God that title, but we haven't actually given him the authority of being the Lord in our life. So when we make that transition from being the Lord over our own life, into surrendering and allowing him to be the author and the authority of our life, there is some adjustments that have to take place because we, we have a soul. Our soul is our mind, our will, and our emotions. And when we are in pursuit of our own will, then that means that we are in pursuit of our own soul. Whatever feels good, that's what we do. And that's really kind of the slogan of the world, right? If it feels good, then do it. Pursue your own happiness. And that gets us into a lot of trouble because emotions can really wreak havoc on our life if we allow them to dictate where we go or determine the choices that we make. I remember a season in my life where I was very emotionally driven And this isn't something that only happens to women. I see it in men um, as well. It, It happens to us all. Because when we're pursuing our own desires, or in put it in biblical terms, our own soul, our mind, what makes sense to us, our will, what our own plans are, or our emotions, then we are emotionally driven. And in doing that, It means that circumstances are going to affect us massively. And in that season when I was very soul-driven, I was in pursuit of my own desires. If things didn't go well in my day, everything seemed to spiral under out of control. And I remember one morning uh, I was getting ready for work and something went wrong in my process of getting ready in the morning. And I had this thought that came into my mind, great, now my day is ruined. This, I guess this is just how my day is going to be. And why did that happen? It happened because circumstances had the ability to have authority over me because I was in pursuit of my own soul, my own desires, my own emotions. But when we surrender... And we allow God to be the one that determines the direction of our life. And we pursue his will. Circumstances do not even bother us. They don't get to affect us because we recognize that circumstances don't have any authority over us. And so that morning happened where something went wrong. And I had that thought that came to my mind that things were just not going to go well that day. And the Lord showed me a picture and I saw a puppy on a leash for the first time. And if any of you have ever owned a puppy or seen a puppy on a leash for the first time, it's really comical because it doesn't understand boundaries at all. 
It doesn't understand the limitations of the leash. It doesn't understand the purpose of it. It just runs around everywhere. And it wraps around your legs. It goes zigzagged across the sidewalk. It trips you up. It's just all over the place. And so I was like, God, why are you showing me this picture of a puppy on a leash? And this puppy looks so hectic. And he spoke to my heart and he told me, this is why your life feels like a roller coaster. This is why happy feels so happy and sad feels so sad. It's because you are allowing your soul to drive you. And when you allow your soul to be the one that makes the decisions, your, your own intellect, your own understanding, your own feelings, and your own desires, when you allow that to dictate the direction that you go and the, the decisions that you make, it is the same as, it looks the same chaos as a puppy on a leash for the first time. And it will drag you all over the place and trip you up. Oh my goodness, that was such a comical way to bring home a very serious, needed truth. We cannot allow our soul to drive us. We have got to be led by the Holy Spirit and in pursuit of His will. And the way that we are able to do that is by fully surrendering to the Lord and saying, God, I choose your will, not my own. And in that adjustment season, when we are going from soul-driven to surrender, it feels very uncomfortable. Just like that puppy on the leash for the first time, there's a training process that has to take place. Because we've allowed our own emotions and circumstances and desires, our to-do list, the busyness of life, fill in the blanks. We have allowed that to determine our decisions for so long that it takes the renewal of our mind and the reminding of our, to ourselves that this is not the way we're doing life anymore. From here on out, we're choosing God's will, not our own. And ultimately, what that means is the soul stops getting an opinion. It stops getting to have a voice, and we start seeking the opinion of the Lord first, rather than our own reactions to a circumstance. And so what does this look like? What it looks like is, before choosing where you're going to work, we ask the Lord where He wants us to work. We ask the Lord what career path he has for us. We ask the Holy Spirit who he wants us to marry. And the list goes on and on. But as we do this, we see that it really aligns us into the will of the Lord, which is a peaceful path that has been prepared for us by him. It says in the word of God that he goes before us to prepare the way. He prepares a path for us, and He is the lamp to our feet. But we have to make the choice to choose that path that He has made. We often and easily pick the path that we make on our own. We take the path that culture has 
has created for us. We take the path that our friends have created for us just because they have put something on the calendar to do. We choose that path or because our family has always done a certain career, we choose that path. But we have to make a conscious decision to choose the opinion of the Lord over the, uh, the opinion of ourselves and the opinion of other people. There was a time during that transition season, the adjustment season, when I was going from being soul-driven into led by the Holy Spirit and in full surrender, that I actually had to say to myself and remind myself, no, soul, you line up under the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one leading. You are not. Because I had to remind myself that my emotions were no longer going to drive me. My own ideas and understanding were no longer going to drive me. And that very decision has allowed me to step into a life of greater faith and greater peace because of the surrender. Surrender isn't easy. Surrender takes sacrifice. And it's a necessary part of real relationship with the Lord. We can't call him the Lord without allowing him to actually be so in our lives. And I think our culture has lost the understanding of what lordship is because we don't have kings or queens or um, these types of figures in our natural world in this country. And so what happens is we forget what honor is. We forget what true reverence is. And how do you restore reverence and honor to the understanding of people who do not see it in their everyday lives? We don't see honor in the family unit, husband towards wife or wife towards husband. We don't see it on media. We don't see it with children towards grandparents or towards their own parents. And we surely don't see it towards Christians towards the Lord as much as we should. And so we have to not look towards culture. We have to rather look to the word of God to allow him to define for us what reverence and honor really is so that we can step into the true definition of surrender and being able to call him Lord. And it actually means something when we say it. I am able to call my husband certain nicknames because I have relationship with him. I have a history with him that has earned those sweet nicknames that he calls me or I call him. The title of husband comes from him having a relationship with me. We cannot say to the Lord that he is Lord unless we have a history in our relationship and have made a choice in our heart to fully surrender to him and give him that title fully. Otherwise, it's a mockery to just say that you are Lord, but only in title. To call him Lord and say, I know you have the title of Lord, but I'm actually going to go ahead and retain my rights to make all decisions in my life. What kind of a what kind of a relationship is that? 
Let's get reverence restored. Let's get honor restored and realize it is an unpopular opinion, but it is the truth. True surrender means that you get no opinion. The opinion that matters is the will of God. And if we are in pursuit of the will of God, it is then that you are in full surrender. And full surrender means that it is the Lord that gets to determine the schedule of your day, the decisions that you make, and the future that you step into. And there's great joy and peace and a reward that comes from that because it is that fulfillment of stepping into what you have been purposed for and allowing him to be the author of your life that ensures the protection and the sweetness of relationship with him. Too many are claiming the rewards of relationship. Too many are claiming the promises of Christianity and they haven't surrendered. They've stepped into relationship, but there has been no surrender. There is no honor. There is no reverence. Therefore, they don't qualify for any of the rewards or the promises. Every time we see promises in the Bible for Christians, they are followed with, these apply to those who have shown me honor. These apply to those who call me Lord. These there, There's a prerequisite to it. And so we must restore the Lordship back to our relationship with God. Allow him to truly be the authority in the relationship, the head of the church, the decision maker of your day, the author of your life. And it is then that you will truly step into the true fulfillment that he has for you. He says, I promise you, I promise you a life and a life of abundance. It is a good life. It's a life of hope. It's a life of protection and so many. I mean, the list goes on and on, but we have to surrender. And so I leave you with this thought Are you in pursuit of your own opinion or are you in pursuit of the Lord's? Are you still focused on your will and what feels good to you in the moment or have you surrendered your life to the Lord? Truly, truly. Until we ask ourselves this question and allow God to seek our, to search our hearts, to show us the truth of the answer in every area of our life, (laughs) not just some. To truly surrender means that everything's on the table. There is no part of our life that the Lord is not allowed to touch. We say, God, I'm an open book to you. I, I say that you have permission to move me any way that you want to, God, because you are God. We have to remember he is God. We need to not be so quick to identify him as father or friend and forget the holiness of who he is, that he is the God of the universe. He is God, and we need to treat him as such. And so we have to ask ourselves this question seriously and allow God to search our hearts to see the real answer because The truth is we're biased about our own heart. 
we will gladly offer up the areas of our life that we have surrendered and we'll neatly tuck away and hide the areas that we have told the Lord he can't touch. But God sees those parts and he sees the way that those things that we still hold in our own control are hindering us from moving forward into the fruitfulness that he has designed for us all along. And so we're called to a life of full surrender, a life um, opinion-free, a life of allowing the Lord to be the author of everything. To be opinion-free is truly to be worry-free. I realize that when people come to me with questions about the Bible and they ask me my opinion, I no longer have to have an opinion. I can just offer them truth. And there's so much freedom that comes with that because I don't have to say what my thoughts are because I realize my thoughts aren't going to help them anyway. The thoughts that are going to help them are the thoughts of the Lord, the thoughts of the Creator. And the Lord fills us with wisdom. He fills us with the ability to move out in life and be successful and to do work with excellence. But it is according to His will. When the disciples asked Jesus to teach them how to pray, He said in that prayer, Let your will be done. As in heaven, as it is in heaven, let it be on earth. We want the perfect will of God to be in our life. But we can't claim your will be done and then still have our hands clenched shut with the control over our own decisions. We've got to surrender. Loosen the reins. Give them over to the one who deserves them to begin with, which is God. And you will be so glad that you did. When I released the reins over to the Lord and I allowed him to determine the direction of my life and to become the true Lord, I surrendered. A burden lifted off of me and I finally understood the scripture that said, my yoke is easy, the burden is light, and that he comes to give us peace. I finally understood it because I had finally experienced it, and it came through surrender. So I encourage you today to allow God to, to search your heart, to find the areas that you're still holding on to and that still need to be surrendered to him. Let go of it. Pursue his will in all things, and you will be so pleased with the direction that your life not only goes but the fruitfulness that will come of it, the joy that comes from pursuing the the will of the Lord over our own desires. God bless you. I'll talk to you next time. Love you bunches. Hey, thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed today's Firestarter. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe so the conversation can continue to go out. You can find more information and resources at bunchministriesinternational.com. We are honored you chose to tune in today. Let us know your thoughts by leaving a review. You can subscribe and share this podcast through Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, 
or wherever you are listening from. You can also connect with Bunch Ministries International through Facebook and Instagram. Until next time.